Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. I, uh, he's a, uh, uh, that's new. Um, yeah. damn, ruins my <laughs> surprise. Um, <laughs> damn it. Don't do that ever again. Um, so he's Fair a big off, pop. Notifications. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's a big pop punk guy. Loves him some Blink-182 and Alkaline Trio and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but it sounded a lot more medley than, I, and like, I think. Medley or metally? Metally, not me- not the other one. <laughs> okay. I, when I went to get the mail, it, it sounded very uh, early Black Sabbath was what was coming out of my garage. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they found a drummer today. You know, he had a guitar player. He plays bass. They found a drummer. And I think, I think uh, he may have Neil Peart at the band. I mean, he may have taken over. Um <laughs> Uh, Jack tells us he's a band drum corps guy. So um, we shall see what the response is uh, now that hmm. his band may have been usurped. Hijacked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, and as the bass man, he's been put in the traditional bass man role. We'll see how that goes. I was standing to the, next to the drums, just kind of <laughs> hanging. <laughs> Laying down that fat <laughs> bottom. <laughs> boom, 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 yeah. Just being totally mellow, standing off to one side. It's not really his thing at all. Oh, well, yeah, you know. He, he perceives the bass as a lead instrument. I'm like, unless your name is Lemmy, that's just not the case. Ooh, okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> Lemmy or uh, Les Claypool? Unless you can pull off Primus Mark II, I think you're going to have to learn to stand on the side. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Spinal Tap is all bass guitar. That's true, at least on Big Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep threatening to show that to him. He does not interested. I'm like, they're all playing bass, man. Yeah, should be right up your alley, buddy. Yeah. So um, I guess this is episode 22 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. All right. Look at us. It's not going to work. <laughs> What's not going to work? Sorry. <laughs> Are you breaking up with me? No, 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 no. Okay. We've been together too long. No, no, yeah. No, the, uh, 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 this week's uh, MMA fighter du jour mm-hmm. is Oleg Tartrakov or something like that. One of those Russian guys. One of those Russian guys who, who quite honestly could not be more nondescript. <laughs> is he bald? No, no, oh. he does have hair. <laughs> okay, so he's not a, okay, so he's not just like a stick figure. Right. Can. Even the bald guys have personality. They usually have like killer eyebrows or something. Um, this guy, quite honestly, is just a slab of beef. Maybe that could be it. I just draw a slab of beef. <laughs> there you go. I'll put some gloves on it. Yeah, that's right. So no, so uh, they, they brought him up. His, his fighting name was the Russian Bear. Um, it wasn't like his choice. They just, you know, ah, oh, look, he's from Russia, the Russian bear. And they weren't very creative. No, no, no. And uh, this guy was in a Predator movie too. The most yeah. recent one? No, no. The no. one with Adrian Brody? I have no idea. Okay. All I know is that uh, he, quite honestly, is perhaps the most bland, no personality. I'm looking at all these photos. 
everybody's got something like Tim Sylvia. He was just a big fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I can work with a big fat guy. Well, you're doing it right now. That's right. There we go. Um, but some of them, I mean, you, you'd look for some uh, some hook or something. Right. There is nothing there. <laughs> Maybe that's the hook. It might be the hook. <laughs> just no face. Just a square for shape. Maybe with a weird haircut on it. Oh, wait a minute. That one might work. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just needed me. I'm your muse. That's all. I just, yeah. He's, he just, he's just got this weird, like, I, he, in some photos, he's like all forehead. And then in other photos, he's like all face. And so it's like, I, that I think can be it, done. That, can, that can be done. Watch. I'll show you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm familiar with that move. So in all honesty, maybe his, his features are just like scrunched up in the middle of a giant block. <laughs> that actually might work. He has just kind of like tiny it's, eyes and it's tiny a so, nose. It's a Soviet block. It's it. Oh. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I snuck it in on you. You didn't see it coming. No, not at all. <laughs> so I was just sort of taking. Oh damn, that's a good one. <laughs> Maybe it just like squishes features, like you know, like somebody had punched him in the face, and then his face had just kind of sunk yeah. in around it. You're gonna make him arse face. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. So, what have you been up to in the uh, in the three weeks that we took Ooh. off? Let's see. Um, I finished. I started and finished Modoc. How was that? I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, it's slow. The first couple of episodes, you're kind of like, eh, I'm not so sure about this. But then there's one like the fourth or fifth in that gets really weird. Like he and this other scientist from you, AIM. You mean weirder than the giant floating head? Yeah, it's like they, they finally just sort of like embraced that weirdness. It went all off, you know, all in. Mm-hmm. And okay, so he has sold AIM to a company called Grumble, where he works basically for just uh, Beck Bennett doing the preppy hipster. Okay. You know, hey, you're doing okay. Too bad I have to fire you, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> this is kind of what Beck Bennett was meant to do. It was Beck, it really is. Um, and so he's uh, he's going to try and like go to, he has to go to sensitivity training. And MODOK he, does? MODOK and the other lead scientist from AIM. And okay. she has this uh, like little gel that she can turn into, you know, like, a, you know, what is it? The the life robots, you know. No, oh, uh, bad. Yeah, adaptoids. Adaptoids, right? Yes. Yeah, super adaptoids. Actually, kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, and I can't tell you how to calculate the uh, circumference of a circle, but I can pull adaptoids out of my ass. So there you go. <laughs> a yeah, life well yeah. spent. Yeah, the kids actually. Modok's kids. He's married with two kids. And the kids just keep calling him the, the coffee maker. He's like, I'm the super adaptoid. That's enough of this, you know. <laughs> but there's one where they have to go to sensitivity training and they make like life models of them. And then, of course, they're imperfect. So, you know, when <laughs> Pat Oswald does that voice. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> the two things go to this thing. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it's that voice. Rap, turds. Rap, rap. 
Um, and I think at that point, it, it turned the corner and just embraced the strange. And uh, I would hope Patton had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think, and, and it's made by the robot chicken people. So that probably didn't hurt. Yeah, it's just like it, there was one. So that, that started slow and got better. By the end of the episode, oh, Arcade is in it. You want to talk Whoa. about Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We get Murder uh, World? You get a version of Murder World. I'll take <laughs> <Yes>. that. Because <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. He goes back in time to try and save his marriage. The time crystals. That's going to work out really yeah, well. It doesn't. So the time crystals. Oh, Wonder Man is in it. Okay. So um, there's actually uh, Nate Fillion. Nathan Fillion is a Wonder Man. They finally pulled the trigger on that somehow, huh? Uh huh. And he's yeah sleeping with uh, Modoc's wife. Oh no. <laughs> Just, oh yeah. She they doesn't do- have a ty- she doesn't have a type. No, she doesn't. And she's, yeah, they're Latino and Jewish. So it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to have to watch. Uh, how <laughs> many episodes is it? Uh, I think 10. Yes. Oh, that's 10. right. And they're probably half hours, right? Because it's animated. Yep. So you know, yep. that's, that's yep. no commitment at all. No, it's not. It actually, it, like I said, after about the midway point, really embraces the weird, at which point you're just like, okay, now I am invested in this show. <laughs> 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 that's funny what else you wouldn't do it uh oh uh real genius Rewatched that it was a moral imperative it was a moral imperative it was one of those things where if when you you, you go back to stuff you loved in childhood you're really careful yes because you walk into it you're like oh my god this was bad <laughs> uh real genius actually held up we watched it a while back with the boys. They were probably too young to get a lot of it, but, um, but yeah, I thought that one held up pretty well. Yeah, because you you end up thinking, okay, I, I can be smart and funny. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really was played that way until that movie, actually. No, then it was yeah. Everything before that was Revenge of the Nerds. And nerds. Not, nerds. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then this was nerd on nerd crime. So. <laughs> and so nobody really got hurt. Except for maybe Kent. But anyway. <laughs> and Kent had it coming, let's be honest. Yes, he did. Um, but yeah, so that was one of those things where you kind of like, uh, it held up well. And then because, I don't know, it was after midnight and I couldn't sleep, I ended up watching Fletch. How's that? I haven't that, that one didn't hold up well, but that's because it wasn't good to begin with. Well, yeah, there's that. I think the second one was actually better than the first one in that case. Uh-huh. And I came real close to watching the second one. Yeah, the first one was just, let's let Chevy be Chevy. It had very little to do with the actual source material after I ended up reading those books later on. No, not at all. Nothing even close. No. He was not a master of disguise, and none of that really, really made sense. It was just the Chevy Chase show. It and, that never, and that never ends well. No, because I, Chevy, I don't believe, is ever under like like any pressure to be funny. You know, like some comedians are like trying to like work through some shit, but Chevy was white and privileged and had nothing to work through. Yeah, he, so was he was in like a, of, he was in like an early version of Steely Dan. Okay, <laughs> really early, <laughs> like like proto Steely Dan. He went to college with Fagan and. Uh, Becker and like when they started jamming, he was one of the guys they jammed with. So very early, 
like before they were actually Steely Dan. But yeah, he was kind of there's some Chevy wow. that Steely Dan. Yeah, see, I'm dropping all kind of knowledge on you today. Man, holy cow! Well, yeah. So so it's just kind of breezy, uh, uninvested Chevy. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that in that time period. Uh huh. Yes, yes. The movies with Goldie Hawn. Uh, um, Spies Like Us. Um, Actually, Spies Like Spies Us like is not bad. That one might hold up. I'd be willing to watch that one just to see. That one might. But like Funny Farm and all those. I mean, he made some shit movies and got to keep making them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was. Uh, it, it didn't. It was not good. And then the uh, babe and I went to. <laughs> Kristen's mom is told she has cancer. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that. Oh, it gets better. So Kristen is going to drive out to St. Louis for her mom's surgery. Uh, as she's getting ready to leave, it is not cancer. <laughs> oh, wonderful. They don't know what it is. So. Well, that's okay. You've got me on a roller coaster here. I'm trying to really react appropriately, and you keep like... Anyway. Oh, wait a minute. You, you want to talk? Wait a minute. So, you know... Kristen is one night, she is completely devastated because oh, th they're like, oh, it's got markers for bad cancer and you're going to have to get screened and all this. And then the next night they're like, no, it's not bad. He read the report wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Country doctors. Country doctors. I say, son, it's not I as bad son. as we thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm scrolling backwards through uh, Chevy Chase's filmography. Continue. <laughs> oh, God. And then, uh, what's it, so with her out of town, <laughs> Babe and I went to the uh, Negro League Baseball Museum. You mentioned that. I'm curious about that mm -hmm. because the only, like, I've, I've been to Cooperstown, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then the only other baseball museum I've ever been to is the Dizzy Dean Museum in Jackson, Mississippi that I went to as a child. <laughs> Because you know, it was in the baseball hard. So I went, actually went to a Dizzy D museum. So tell me about the Negro League Museum because I'm, I'm fascinated. It is. It's one of those things. Um, it's actually really cool. Very, very well done. Super presentation. I mean, it's, it's a lot of time, a lot of thought. You know, it, you, okay, if you went to the Dizzy Dean, it's probably what, handwritten placards or typed out shit? It's <laughs> <laughs> a back of feed sacks. <laughs> no, but you know you go to like some of these kind of museums and you're gonna yeah you end up like the big ball of twine and a tight note you know yeah that kind of stuff no this actually is really really well done um too small though because you're trying to pack in 60 70 80 years of you know 70 years of history all are just really kind of crammed in on top of each other it, it, it needed a little bit of space to breathe yeah i could see that but no, it was, really, it, was uh, it was interesting, fascinating, depressing. Um, and, and the one thing that I told Kristen afterwards, I go, you really come away with just kind of like how stupid uh, racism is. You know, that here are these guys who were great ball players and they never got a chance. And I mean, there was one, one of the owners of like uh, trying to get one of her players signed to a major league contract once integration started. And I mean, she's like, you know, you know, if this was a white ball player, you'd have given him a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. All I'm asking for is ten grand. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, it's not even close to fair because yeah, <laughs> no. 
I mean, I mean, this is this is going to be like the nerdiest presentation or contribution. But like, ooh, I used to play this uh, video game. It was like a computer game called Earl Weaver Baseball, and it had okay. historical players across all the eras. You know, broken mm-hmm. out into different. As so you, Byron and I had all these teams. We had leagues and all this stuff. We played for years. And then another buddy of mine bought the Earl Weaver Two, uh, which was an updated graphics package. Blah blah. And it also had a team of Negro, essentially a Negro league all-star team. You couldn't, Ooh. you couldn't beat that team. No, no, no. Cause I mean, you, like, yeah, I mean, like Josh Gibson, cool Papa bell. I mean, you couldn't throw anything near the plate. Cause it was just in orbit. Oh. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like you could put a team of the best players from every era together, you know, move them around and you'd still get the floor mopped with you, which is, I recognize this is the worst possible contribution I can make to this conversation, but. Not at a- all, not at all. Cause there, there, there's a thing on barnstorming and mm. white owners actually ended up like kind of barring some of their players from bar- these barnstorming tours. Cause they didn't want them showing up by the black team. Because it would be like a guy, a Josh Gibson. There's a story in there about Josh Gibson hitting a one-handed home run at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> they said it was he was just warming up, and he knew like a curveball was coming, and just one-handed it. Boom! <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like Satchel Paige was an amazing pitcher, but by the time he got to the majors. He was like in his fifties. Yes, <laughs> I mean, to put him in on the hill against Babe Ruth, it'd have been embarrassing for everyone. Yeah, because probably, think, probably yeah. more than that for Satchel. But uh, yeah, but no, it was. It, I mean, it really is interesting because you mentioned you know Cool Papa Bill and Josh Gibson is like rumored, and his display it's kind of tight, but it's kind of fun because it's like rumored to hit uh, nine hundred and eighty home runs. And you're just like, well, but the barnstorming, they didn't keep record. Who knows where that number really is? And then another one, it's like, hit 800 home runs. And you're like, okay, so where are we with this? (laughs) A lot of fucking home runs. That's where we are. A lot of fucking home runs. That aren't in the record books. No, the guy could just mash. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'd be like, it's just the mind boggles. I mean, just the sheer ridiculousness of all of the, you're right it puts the stupidity of racism in perspective but it also kind of like kind of gives you the makes you realize what it actually is at the end of the day yeah yeah no it, and it, it is it's a it really i, I came away it's like i wish it had been bigger i was like, it's kind of funny because they have film of like uh, uh the towards the end of the negro leagues was integration starting to you know take the talent out uh, funny story is that in the 30s the dominican republic uh-huh. started sucking talent out of the negro leagues <laughs> which is that makes like, sense that actually makes yeah. sense and and they, they made better money so yeah, that's uh, what i'm saying i bet that meant they made some some cool change for the time based yeah, would, yeah. Mm-hmm. but anyway so we're watching it and uh there's one team it was indianapolis it was the indianapolis clowns and they they kind of you know goofed around and you and you thought about it and they said they, they did a menstrual act and you're just kind of like, oh no, the Harlem Globetrotters are the same shit on basketball court. You're, oh, you're right. It's- and not only that, but we're watching, they have film of this guy pitching and I told, or throwing the ball around and I told babe, I go, man, that dude is all arm. That looks more like a basketball player. It was Goose Tatum. 
who started in the Negro Leagues and then went to the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. And okay. put in a whole bunch of, like, the little routines that the, the Globetrotters do. Wow. Yeah. My mind is officially blown. Yeah, that That's one a... was kind of caught me off guard. It was just like, because, like I said, that dude looks like he should be playing basketball. I mean, he just was. It was like he had these weird, long stick arms, right? And he was like real loose, you know, the arms and the shoulders and the elbows, and he's throwing this baseball around. And and I, like I said, I go, that guy should be a you know basketball player, and he was. He was. <laughs> See, I, when you were talking about barnstorming, it made me think of like, do you remember the movie The Bingo Long Traveling All Stars? It's one. Yeah, it's Richard Pryor, Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, and they're a barnstorming team i do remember the movie but i don't think i've ever seen it i remember the title the- i've seen pieces of it over the years but I, I think it was i used bingo in uh, like that baseball greatest baseball players of all time basic greatest fictional baseball players of all time article i wrote a thousand years ago on gonzo geek but um yeah i mean that's like i mean that's really kind of the only perspective i have on that and it's and then i you know of course you know movies being movies i did watch uh 42 with jackie Ro- about jackie robinson um, with Chadwick Boseman, which was really good, and kind of gave me that same just sick in the pit of my stomach feeling when I watched it. You know, I can oh, only yeah. imagine what it's like seeing all that in person. I'd love to see that sometime. The the museum, yeah. Oh no, it's 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 pretty cool, and 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 so much of the early talent that they raided out of the Negro Leagues, Hank Aaron. Willie Mays, Ernie Banks. <laughs> you know, you like listed this. They like. All stars, not just all stars, legends, legends, and you're just kind of like going, and they wouldn't. What the hell was wrong with these guys? I mean, you're leaving money on the. That's the thing. They were leaving (laughs) money on the table. As greedy as those sons of bitches are, were and still are, to leave (laughs) that kind of money on the table. Yeah, if they had, if they had just as a group said, you know what. We're bringing it. We're doing it. We're, we're bringing them in. Guys. Come or don't. We're bringing them in. And if you don't come, someone else will come. I mean, it, 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 it makes no financial sense at the at the end of the day. Exactly. And it, it just uh, and yeah. So it was it was really cool. And you know, some of the it was one of those because it is kind of small that you sort of wish there was you know a little bit more expansion about like you know Rube Foster who started the league and. You know, Satchel Page obviously has a thing, and and um, <laughs> the monarchs used to uh, uh, barnstorm with the team called the House of David. <laughs> it's like all these. Was it was it a Jewish team? I, I think it might have been. But, I mean, <laughs> these guys they, they have okay. like the long hair and the full Hasidic beards. Really? Like, yeah, it, it, you're kind of looking at these photos, going, "I wish there was somebody here I could ask." <laughs> Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, like the ability to go, if I could go back in time, I'm not killing baby Hiller. I want to see that game. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Somebody else can kill baby Hiller. I want to see that game. My, my insurance agent, he actually, he, he went to high school where the, uh, the old municipal stadium used to be. It's only like a couple of blocks away. Okay. And he would tell, he was telling me we were talking about something and he told me about cutting class when he was a kid and they would sneak over and, and watch games at municipal stadium. So he got to see Satchel page pitch and some of these guys actually play. And you're just kind of like, 
oh my god he goes oh this is pretty cool you know we're like looking through the gaps in the fences and stuff mm-hmm. um but That's yeah we awesome. class and go watch him play and the best part too is uh the gift shop because uh it caters to the big and tall man so you got some gear did you yeah i I already had a Monarchs jersey that I'd, I've had for years, but yes, I, I was actually able to get a couple, sh- you know, get a shirt that was actually fit me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the modern style is the lightweight fabric and the, the kind of shorter sleeves and the snugger those. fit. Yeah. I hate them too. But they had them in 3X large. Nice. You know, Are you a 3X? Things. In these shirts, I am. Okay. In the 2Xs, they, 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 I keep, you know, in the 2X, I'm doing this all the time. Because <laughs> it just, it, well, yeah, the sleeve rides up, you know, to like mid-arm. and Beefy illustrations, sir. Huh? Beefy illustrations. Beefy illustrations. But no, this one has, it, I, the 3X, I just don't like shirts touching me. So, you know, it's <laughs> You don't like long. anything touching you. It's a wonder you ever no, got married. <laughs> Because I want to be touched in a special way. Well, that's different. <laughs> and I know they're going to stop that right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that actually, it turned out to be kind of a good afternoon. Babe went. I didn't know if she would enjoy it much, but she got a, she got a kick out of it. Uh, we figured out late that, that we never saw the part about Flash, so we thought there was no photography. Uh, otherwise, we'd have gone apeshit because they have statues of everybody everywhere. Oh, so. nice. <laughs> so yes there's going to be one of you know me and josh gibson at the plate you know kind of peeking around like i'm calling balls and strikes <laughs> nice by the way you just titled the episode What's i like getting touched in a special way <laughs> <laughs> oh man so how was graduation uh birthdays <laughs> uh yeah so the reason we didn't record last week i think <clears throat> you mentioned it last time but that's been almost a month ago uh, last week, my twin sons turned 18 on Tuesday <laughs> and graduated from high school on Friday and Saturday. So between my honeydew list and the people coming in and out of my home last week just wasn't going to happen. Um, so yeah, grad, uh, birthday was great. They turned 18. Everything was cool. My parents came uh, for the birthday. Then we went and had barbecue, which was great. I was got... Nobody finished their food. There was so much on the table. Uh, that was good. Then they had a couple of days down. Well, they had to go do their senior checkout, and then they did their graduation practice. And then Friday night was graduation, which, uh, believe it or not, got rained out. Um, the we were the boys were uh, on the field, like 20 people from getting their diplomas, and the lightning detector went off, and they cleared the stadium. So, oh, man. So, uh, you know, my family being from the, from the South and the Gulf Coast, we were like, yeah, okay, we're going to just sit here and wait. And then the cold front actually blew through the stadium. Like we were sitting there and this 40 mile an hour wind came and it was 10 degrees colder behind it. And we all went, okay, it's coming. Let's go. <laughs> and we went and got, got in the car and then we had to wait, you know, for everyone to get out. Cause we were in like the, apparently the last parking spot and cause we got my sister's car and so I ended up, you know, in the back of the Jeep, the way back part of the Jeep, which was fine. I had brought my Kindle because I went early to save seats. So I had my Kindle. I was just crashed out in the back reading. And uh, so then we went and we did it. We did it again on uh, on Saturday and they actually got their diploma. So it was all good. All right. And we had my parents, my sister, my cousin, Mary Day, who I think you've met um, probably. And then uh, Laura's cousins, uh, Bob and uh, 
and uh, Connie and Bob's wife Lou all came in. So it was kind of cool. We had a full house. We had a full contingent to cheer for them. Um, thank you for the uh, the gift, by the way. They were oh, much yeah. appreciated. Mm-hmm. We did get that. Um, and so yeah, that was good. So I had people in my house from last Tuesday until the last was left yesterday morning. So. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my house, in the house next door, I have to give a big shout out to my next door neighbor who were, they were going out of town for the, uh, for the Memorial Day weekend and they let us use their house as overflow housing. So my parents stayed here with us and everybody else was staying at the neighbor's house, <laughs> which was kind of cool because everybody saved money. It was a little weird the one morning last week when I went to let the dog out and I heard, hey, Bruce, and I looked over and it was my cousin on the other side of the fence. And I'm like, <laughs> it took a, minute, a second for all that to process first thing in the morning. Like, That's Mary Day. Why is Mary Day on the other side of the fence? Oh, wait, she's here for this. Okay. Yes, that was a little weird. Uh, but yeah, we had a good time. The boys got graduated and uh, all is well there. So thank you for asking. No problem. Yeah. So yeah I my, uh, Go ahead. I was going to say my nephew drove through because uh, Bradley, his uh, sister, my niece. Uh, Works out that way. To, yeah, no. Uh, she's decided to stay in uh, Tennessee. Uh, she's going to Tennessee Tech, where Stacy went. She's going to stay there, um, probably permanently. It seems Wait, like. I thought they were in Colorado. They were. They are. So they're in Colorado, and she decided to go to college at Tennessee Tech. Okay, I thought Bradley was the oldest. I got confused. No, no, no. Bradley is. He just graduated. He's going to stay at home. Okay. He looks yeah, a lot yeah. like your dad, by the way. So he, he popped up in the people you may know on Facebook for me. He, he looks a lot like bit. your dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he kind of does. Yeah, he, uh, he used to be small. He's like 6'1", 6'2", now. <laughs> but uh, he stayed with us on their pass-through. Uh, his father, the shithead, got to uh, sleep in the Walmart parking lot. Nice. Yeah, because that guy's not allowed in my house. <laughs> That's fair. Knowing the story, I <clears throat> I, mm-hmm. yeah good for you good to you mm-hmm. for you for sticking to your guns oh yeah <laughs> i told bradley i was like i don't want to put you in this position but your dad asks these are the reasons why he can't stay <laughs> <laughs> oh you delineated it for him oh yeah how'd that go <laughs> bradley goes he knows I go, okay just making sure just this making is, sure so there's no confusion no <laughs> how did, i'm curious now i'm curious how that went over with your wife because i know that would have been a Oh, uh, she would. Uh, she would have. She'd have killed him on the. She'd have. She'd have beat him to death on the doorstep if he tried to come in the house. Well, that's a win-win. Why would? Oh you yeah, win? yeah. She's like, she. He's not allowed in the house. Like, okay, well, I'm cool. not gonna let him in. He, <laughs> goes, he can't. He can't. He can't talk to my daughter. He can't do this. Nice. Okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So if somebody was listening to this, they're gonna be get. They, they before I say they get the wrong idea. No, um, I'm actually underselling how awful this person is. <laughs> yeah, no, you are. You're you're sugarcoating it based on what you've told me before. I, I, and, and your sister deserves much better. Oh God, yes, yes. Anyway. Well, she she what married up, an old high school from college. Uh, a whole boyfriend from uh, she married a high school from college. No, what a boyfriend from college. <laughs> She said it's remarried to this. Yeah. And they seem to be very happy. Cool. So. Cool. Um, so let's see. So that was what I did for the last. Oh, and then I was like the interminable honeydews. And I have a question, a, a home uh, home repair question for you. Because I had like okay. this whole laundry list of things I had to get done before company came, which was fine. None of it was major. 
Although when I was installing the new, I did think of you when I was installing the new freestanding vanity in the guest bathroom or the, or the, oh. or the hall powder bathroom. There's <laughs> no big deal getting it in place. Now, when I went to take the original sink out, I couldn't get the molly loose and eventually I just yanked it out of the wall so that I had to patch the wall. I was like, I'm not spending another 20 minutes trying to negotiate with this molly. Prap! <laughs> I just yanked a fucker out of the wall because um, I just was tired of it. And so then we got this like standalone vanity in place and I'm it's all good. I've got everything, you know, and everything's connected and everything. I put, I put the fixtures together in the hallway, mm-hmm. but it's got like this teeny tiny opening at the bottom. It's this little petite opening. And then it's got this drawer with a cutout to go around the pipes, which I thought was clever, oh, yeah, yeah. but I couldn't uh-huh. get the, but the drawer doesn't come out. So oh, then yeah. I'm trying to reconnect the the supply oh, line. So you're up under. Yeah, I'm, up, I'm upside down and backwards underneath. Squeeze, trying to get my. I'm, I'm not the biggest guy, but I've got fairly broad shoulders. So I'm like trying to get all my girth squeezed into this little opening and still have room to work. And uh, and, yeah. and my wife came like in at one this point. This much shoulder and this much opening. Yeah, type you of got thing. it. Yep. And so I'm like, if I'm, I may get in here, but I may never get out. So, so you you get your head in. And then you get the one arm in. Yeah. And, and then just, it's like, and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if I do this, oh, there's the other one. Still doesn't really help. So I got the, one of the supply lines attached. No problem. The other one I couldn't get to catch. It was stupid. <laughs> I'd done all the other work. It was ready to go. And I couldn't get the cold, the nut to catch on the cold. Because I couldn't get the right <laughs> angle on it. And my wife at one point walked in and said, are you all right? You sound like the old man from a Christmas story in here. Which now I'm laughing my ass off in this narrow confined space. And I'm like, bring me a flashlight. And once I got a little extra light, I was able to get it lined up. And but I was I was I was pretty sure I was going to be spending the night under that thing because I wasn't sure I was getting out. I always feel like it, it looks like a murder scene when you're when you're doing one of those work because here you are with like your head and your arms are stuck inside this cabinet and your legs are just splayed out across the floor. Well, and this is like and the little half point- hall bath, so like I have no extra room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm legitimately you're, you're, like my knees are against the wall opposite me and I can't you're all pretzeled in there yeah and then you and then finally you get to a point where you just kind of like fuck it you're just laying on the floor as relaxed as you can get in that environment yeah I did like, that all, your arms are like this over your head and one leg's out in the uh, main room <laughs> and yes the other one's draped over a tub yeah. totally been there and I had to uh replace all the the uh inside of of the uh, toilet in the upstairs bathroom because I uh, had isolated the, the one running water I could hear was just the toilet. And so I wasn't really concerned about the pipes because we know we had that big freeze. And then, then I started hearing the water. I'm like, oh shit. So I went upstairs. I'm like, okay, I took off the lid. I, I kind of followed the sound to the bathroom. I'm like, I was, okay, I pick up the lid and I could hear the water. I turned, I turned the water off and came downstairs. And the sound went away. Okay, so it's just the toilet. Okay, that's just a that's a repair job. It's not. I got to take take like sheetrock out and worry about mold. Okay, that's easy. So I bought the repair kit. Just hadn't gotten around to doing it. So went up there to do that one night after work, and the numb nuts who put them, you know, builder grade quality stuff. They put they didn't put uh, wing nuts on the bolts that hold the tank on the back. They put just regular nuts, and. So that's when you're all squished up in there and you're like, fuck, I need wrenches. <laughs> yeah, well, I had I brought a lot of stuff with me. That's how I, at this point in my life, I know I'm going to need more than it says I need. So I got, brought a selection of things. Okay, good. Still didn't have what I needed because <laughs> the way the toilet worked, it had a little flange that went around the, 
the um the, where the bolt comes down and they put this ridiculously long screw through there the screw head had rusted through so i couldn't get a screwdriver in it so then i had to go downstairs and get the just the adjustable pliers and just all the way down this nut this screw on both sides once i did that it was fine then it was just like parts out parts in whatever but uh yeah it was just it was one thing after another here's the one i wanted to ask you about so we had the new floors put in a while back and in that process the the flooring guys took the toilet in the same uh hall bathroom out they wouldn't put it back in that's fine no big deal like put the toilet back in whatever bought a new wax seal Boys told me to put it back in place. I screwed everything down. So the Tuesday before we're supposed to start having company, or the Monday night before the company's coming Tuesday, I look down and there's water coming out around the bottom of the toilet. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Let's take And I looked at my wife. Yeah. I looked at my wife and said, I'm done. <laughs> Call a plumber. I'm not doing this. <laughs> just, I, I, well, I'm not even going to tell you that. But, but what the point of that, <laughs> point of this is, I, I was done. I, I, like, this shoulder was done. I couldn't. Because uh, I'd also installed a ceiling fan outside on top of a six foot ladder, and uh-huh. all it was just, I was done. I had nothing left to give. Um, and those are tough because no one can really help you unless you have another six foot ladder. No one can help you put in. That I had ceiling Jack fan. did come out and help to like pass things up, but that's really all he could do. I mean, because, uh, another that you do get to that moment where you're like trying to get that thing to hang on that little hook so you can mm-hmm. make your connections, and even then you're like scrambling to get it done as fast as possible so you get everything in place and so yeah oh i i, I don't like ceiling fans i don't I like don't either. tall ceiling fans uh and it was an out, indoor outdoor and it had 10 blades so there were three screws on 10 so there's 30 screws after i got it hung <laughs> And you put and, the first ones in and the thing leaves yeah, it like starts, that. Yeah, it goes to spinning the other way. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's, it was a lot of, just, there was a lot of mumbling to myself over the last month. And the whole time you're up on the six-foot ladder and somebody down below is like, you got it? You need the next blade? And you're like, fuck, no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and here's the best part. Drop, here's the drop. best part of that. The best part, yeah, I was like, Jack, it landed over there. I was like, I'd watch him fall and track him. It's under the dog bowl over there or whatever. But... <laughs> It has a remote control, right? Which is great. Fine. No, what? No big deal. Well, the motherfucker doesn't work unless you use the remote. Oh. Which was a whole different level of complication because I got it in, got it wired. Everything's fine. I said, Jack, go turn the power on. Let's see if the motor turns. Nothing happens. Son of a bitch. So I unwire everything. <laughs> Wire back up. I know it's on, right? You know, mm-hmm. everything's where it's supposed to be. White to white, black to black. Green yep. Green. <laughs> ground all there was like three ground wires. Okay, everything's grounded. Fine. I'm not gonna shock myself. Great. Um, turn it on, nothing. I'm like, well, you know, I've got the remote control box in there. Let's just finish putting this some bitch together and see what happens. As <laughs> soon as we got everything put together and we turned it on with that remote, bleep, off she went. So that was fun. Still coming back to the question. <laughs> did you know there's more than one kind of wax ring? Because I did not. Uh, I know. No, I mean, I know there's the wax ring and then there's the, the new fangled ones that, uh, no. <laughs> so the plumber tells my wife, cause I was at work when he showed up, but, and then he says the way that the toilet is made, there's a special kind of wax ring that has a, some kind of flange or something. And he could have just been lying to her and I wouldn't have known. That. I don't know, but he's, cause it's already back in place by the time I can take a look at it. So whatever he did it, he took care of it. It's not leaking anymore. But I told Laura, I'm like, 
I would have just, if there's more than one kind of wax ring, A, I don't know that, and B, I wouldn't have known that at the time with the repair that I would have had to make. I would have just bought another regular wax ring and we'd have been right back here. So <laughs> end of the day, <laughs> aside from the fact that I was shot, it was probably money well spent so that we could use the uh, extra toilet while we had a house full of company. Mm-hmm. There's nothing's yes. more embarrassing than have people show up at your home with an out of order sign hanging on the, uh, the hall toilet. <laughs> thanks for coming no, don't worry about it <laughs> uh, we got lots of trees enjoy yourself <laughs> backyard's got a fence knock yourself out <laughs> we know the neighbors on that side aren't home so <laughs> use those bushes too <laughs> now i'm fighting a war of attrition with a gopher in the backyard <laughs> and we're back to chevy chase <laughs> back to chevy yeah we are no I, it's a groundhog and i've seen it out in, like there's um my property backs to an undeveloped lot. Mm-hmm. And so you always see uh, this gopher and you see him in the neighbor's yard or groundhog. Um, and he kind of burrows along the fence <clears throat> and he's dug under the fence in a couple places. Well, I, I, I took some landscaping stones. I, I redid something previous owners did. So it matched and I had the stones left over. So I kind of went in there and I just sort of dug out where he had dug and just buried those stones in the fence. Yeah. Did it work? Backfilled it. Well, it worked, but then you could tell that I put the stones in and he dug next to the stones. So I was like, fine, I'll clear that up, put another stone in. Well, then he tried to dig next to that. There was a root, nothing. And then he found another soft spot. So I stoned that. Uh, he actually dug that one out. So then I went and bought these like 18 inch long yard spikes. <laughs> I was like, you want to get under the fence? You're going to have to fucking work for it. So I drive them off like a foot into the ground <laughs> everywhere. He's going to try and come up. Mr. Gopher. Then put stones. <laughs> That's right. Kong. <laughs> yeah. So I ever find you popping your head up in one of these burrows. I am going to smoke you out. <laughs> I have a similar problem with, because we back up to a green space back here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like the wrought iron fence so we can see the, the you know we have armadillos in texas as you know and i've uh-huh. i've got a couple of those spots where i keep fixing them and the armadillos keep digging back in so mm-hmm. yeah it's whatever it's like, what are you going to do next i go i'm going to bury razor blades i'm going to just do some wild ass booby trap those suckers claw their way into it they're clawing right through their hands i'm gonna i'm gonna mail you a bucket hat <laughs> <laughs> Just to sit out there in a flannel shirt. Hey, Mr. On my Mr. Hey, Gover. Mr. Jean. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Gover. <laughs> I'll make some C4 guys. Yeah. Deputized by the United Nations. Deputized by the United Nations. Department Kong. The VC. Okay. <laughs> You knew this was coming when you brought up gophers. You had to. <laughs> I kind of had an idea, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Moon Knighty, we also yeah. got confirmation that Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight. Yes, he, he has that picture in front of him. Somebody's like, look at all the concepts. I'm like, those are, those are covers. covers. <laughs> those are concepts. I mean, those exist on. in the wild, loser. Yeah, they just pinned them all up to a wall. He took his picture in front of him. So, 
great. Yes. <laughs> cool. Thanks for the confirmation, Oscar. Thanks for the confirmation. But let's actually see an idea of what this costume might look yeah, like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so many ways that could go wrong. Yes. Yes, it could. <laughs> That's why we want to see the costume. <laughs> Somebody like, what is it? Cinema Jaw or Cinema Movie Web or something like that. It's like picking a Rob Liefeld character name, picking a website name at this point. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those movie websites and there's like a, anyway, it's like set photos. It's not a set photo. It's like a photo. It's like a paparazzi photo from across the street and you can vaguely see TV cameras set up and the actors kind of walking through it. You don't know which actors they are, but it's like, look, set photos from midnight. And you're like, ah, cool. And you're like, I, I finally posted as like really excited to show us the costume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really all that matters at this point. None of the rest of it is important until we see that to sort of set our expectation level because that's really what that will do is sort of exactly. tell us exactly what we're looking at and what we can kind of expect. I have no problem expecting Oscar Isaac to go all in on Mark Spector's nuttiness. Yeah, and that's great. Absolutely. But I, I'm like you, let's see the costume and then like I said, then we'll know where we're at and what, what to expect, of, what level of excitement we should, we should hand us. That's right. So if he ends up looking like, you know, Assassin's Creed, eh. uh, it's kind of, if he doesn't have the full face mask in some capacity, I'm going to have a problem. Yeah. 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 If it's like, you know, Oscar Isaac it, with a hood on like Assassin's Creed, that's going to be a problem. Or the Bucky, the Bucky Winter Soldier thing and the black eye makeup, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be problematic. So speaking of Marvel, um, we haven't talked about the Eternals trailer that came out during our brief hiatus. What would you think? Mm -hmm. um, wasn't quite sure what to expect. Wasn't quite sure what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, I think my favorite part of the... Uh, of the whole trailer was uh, was the stinger at the end when they were sitting around the Avengers, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's a Game of Thrones joke. That's gotta be. He's Rob Stark, King of the North. That's totally a totally a Game of Thrones joke. It has to be. I can't be the only one that thought that. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. I, I don't know if the trailer gave. I mean, it, I, I think it kind of tried to give the sort of the backstory so that you yeah. get into it not completely blind. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was, kind of, because it's it's such an obscure property um, that I think they have to do some table setting before the movie comes out to, to set proper ex again. It's about setting proper expectations because mm -hmm. um, it's not going to be Tony Stark. It's not going to be that at all. I mean, it, it no. might be. It might end up being, but it shouldn't be. It's more. It's way more in the vein of it should be more in the vein of dr strange than anything they've done but um that remains to be seen sorry i had chick-fil-a for lunch for dinner right before uh we came on <laughs> and i'm a little gassy that's okay so i i like the costuming i like what they've done as far as that goes um rob stark king of the north has got the right icarus costume I still, for the life of me, and I don't think I'm the only one on the internet that thinks this, I don't know why Angelina Jolie is not playing Cersei. That makes no sense. If there was ever a role <clears throat> she was ideal for, it's that one. <laughs> I don't understand why she's Thena, um, but so be it. I just, 
that one has never made it. But they said Angelina Jolie. I'm like, well, she's Thena. No, I was like, so oh, she's Cersei. What? No, 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 no. That's just like you, it was right there. But um, yeah, but I, I read somewhere that there will be deviants, which you got, if you have Eternals, you have to have deviants. So um, that's really kind of where I'm at on that. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the trailer. Like you said, it's an obscure property. It's one of those where you're just kind of like, how is this going (laughs) to? Well, that's why when they originally announced that we're going to do an Inhumans movie. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. that's obscure. But the characters are so visually unique for the most part. That made sense to me because you could Mm -hmm. differentiate them from, you know, the regular characters. With the Eternals, they all look like people. Now, if they go, you know, Jack Kirby fucking nuts with the deviants, that's a whole different thing. And that could be a lot of fun, <laughs> you know, because that was always the thing. It was like the, the Eternals were the perfect, perfect, uh, you know, the Celestials came down and tinkered with DNA and the Eternals mm-hmm. were the ones that came out right. And the deviants were the ones that didn't. And even from generation to generation, their DNA was so unstable. Mothers and fathers, children would not necessarily look like anything like them. So that's that's a great idea. That's 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 cool, and I'm not sure that it really plays into a single movie. But that's know. yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It's it, it's big. I mean, they're talking about they're already planning Eternals too. So, you know. well, I mean, it's, they've got plenty of stuff to work with. I, it, in my you know, maybe, I think we've talked about this before, but I did a deep dive into the weird Kirby shit over the last few years, and. Uh, the Eternals definitely qualifies because it's it was inspired by Chariots of the Gods. So, I mean, let's see what they got. I, <laughs> I'm going to go. I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the un- only other thing I was able to do during my um, my uh, Honeydew graduation birthday sojourn, uh, I did do a little reading. Have you ever read any Jim Thompson stuff? No, no, I have not. Okay. He's one of those '40s pulp noir writer guys but he's he's like head and shoulders above most of the rest of them i've read a couple of his books um he wrote killer inside me which they made a movie out of he wrote the grifters mm. um and a couple of those and i actually had never read the grifters so i was looking for something a week or two ago and i read that um which was really good and then so th- like i was out of comic book uh graphic novel borrows for the month so i grabbed uh grabbed another one i just finished it this afternoon called population 1280 or something like that you you need to find this book. <laughs> it is so good. This uh, small town sheriff who comes across as a rube as anything but, and he's like essentially running the town by making people give into their worst impulses. It's really good. Okay. So very good. So, so very good. And I want you to find a copy of that book. Give you the exact name. Uh, Jim Thompson, and I'm looking at the name right now. Population, something, something, something. There's a number. I think it's 1280. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Um, I will definitely, I mean, yeah, Population 1280 by Jim Thompson. Um, and, uh, I'm going to be reading some more of his stuff because I really enjoy it. And so it's, and he's dead. So there's no, not anything new to read. Just there we go. Read, there's a limited canon av- available. So, um, not where you go into the store and go, Oh God, another one. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be, it's going to be, Oh damn, I'm out. Okay. Well, thanks Jim. Um, I read somewhere after I finished the book today that uh, that uh, there's a movie in production or a pre-production of that book, um, which if they do that right, it will be something special. So okay. I quite, quite like that. And that's about it for me. 
<laughs> oh, no, I lied. I had something else I wanted to talk about. So, you know, I started a new position with, with my company a couple of weeks ago, three or four weeks ago now, whatever it was. So the one thing it has given me, and I'm so excited about it, is the ability to listen to music while I work again. Because when, oh, nice. when I was on the phones all the time, couldn't do that. So yeah. um, I've also discovered that um, had we had streaming music back in our youth, I would be a far more dangerous human being than I am now because I can go, oh, I'm in the mood for this person. Well, shit, let's just start at the beginning of their catalog and go through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> so one day I went, oh, something came up and Leonard Skinner. Okay, so I listened to the, like the first five. I, I stopped when they died, when the original band died, but the first five albums back to back. First two really good, last one really good. The three and four, eh. But, you know, and then I did the same thing with Black Crows last week. Uh, this week, I've been, I discovered Apple Music has uh, stand-up comedy, which I don't know why Ooh. it didn't occur to me to think of that sooner. But uh, yesterday in our team chat or group chat on the on Slack, somebody said something about somebody was yelling, and I posted a GIF of uh, Sam Kennison to no response. Thanks, Zoomers. Um, exactly. And, uh, so then I'm like, oh, shit, does Apple Music have Sam Kennison? They did not, which made me sad. But... They did have the entire Kyle Kinane catalog. Oh, nice. Which I have now listened to in its entirety. <laughs> I spent the last two days looking at things online for work and listening to Kyle Kinane. And he is absolutely, I think, my favorite comedian working now. Sorry, Hunter. Um, but no, uh, I, I love his delivery style and just the whole. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and I discovered looking at, because I've only ever heard him like, you know, on like, I've seen parts of his specials, but like as a, as a, the chunks on like Comedy yeah. Central Radio and that sort of thing. So the titles of the pieces never really bothered me. They were odd, but they mm -hmm. didn't bother me. I realized when I was looking at them as a whole, like looking at the albums, his first album, uh, each track is titled In Order after a track off of uh, Dream Police by Cheap Trick. <laughs> Whiskey Icarus, his second one and my favorite one. Uh, it's the same thing, but with Kisses Destroyer. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah. then, when you look at him, like, when you look at him as a list, I'm like, that's the fucking that's that's Destroyer. What the? F that's funny. That's a, that's a little inside joke for you. And then the third one, I've got. I, it's all like uh, ingredients, and I think it's for hot dogs because <laughs> it's like the last the last cat the last track is entitled Sheep Casing. Um, <laughs> But it's it's like all these things is the first one is ground pork, da, 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 something about paprika and then sheep casings. I think it's the recipe for hot dogs. I'm not sure. But so yeah. And one of them is uh this track and it was uh I think he must have gotten in trouble with uh uh NWA because it says this track is not called Straight Out of Compton. <laughs> So I think the third record was supposed to be that and NWA wouldn't clear it. So it was this. Yeah. So uh, even like the title, like the title of the tracking, it was really fun for me. So fun. fun. No, I, I think his, his delivery is just fantastic because I'm talking about like do, being interviewed for hustler and then his parents oh, yeah. going out and trying to find it. Yes. It's like, Oh, they're like, this is some weird hipster porn. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, the page just makes it come alive. <laughs> yeah, so it's really just an excuse for like my friends to read about me with their dicks in their hands. <laughs> yeah, no, he is great. I mean, just like hey, he's coming to Austin in like I think September. I may oh, have to go see him. I just 
That's just, that would be a fun show. That's I would think. <laughs> so good. And my wife is like, he's not that funny. I'm like, no, no, he really is. He really is that funny. Just, you know what? I, I, Kristen doesn't think he's that funny either. It must Cause, be cause a guy thing. Guy thing. I, She's like, I don't know. He's, he sounds weird when he tells these stories. And I was like, yeah, well, thank God it's not the one about getting a blowjob from retarded. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, your mind could block that? <laughs> Tell me how to do it. <laughs> what is this magic that makes her memories go away? <laughs> I heard that one right at the end of my work day. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Like, you don't want to tap her on the head. It might be some tacit <laughs> approval. Or you might even just hit that one spot that makes everything lock up. <laughs> it's so good. And then, I mean, okay, I can see it might be very... <laughs> very very uh, dude centric, but I mean, come on, that is just—he's clearly a smart dude. I mean, the oh word, yeah, the wordplay is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh yeah, because I'm a lucky. Yeah, it's just the way it. You know, it's like uh, I have a beer in the shower because everybody deserves a special day, spa day, <laughs> spa day. It's, it's all so good. It's all so good. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my my new treat to myself on a daily basis. What, what am I in the mood for today? Let's see. Um, did it, I read? Uh, I also read. Uh, I've read both of John Doe, uh, the guy from X. He wrote two books about uh, LA punk. Like there's one like okay. you know, the beginnings of the scene, and there's one after the band started breaking and kind of the decline of the scene. So I've read both of those. So that got me on an LA punk kick, and uh, I'm like, oh, I like this stuff. I would have really liked this stuff even then if I had been able to access it. <laughs> you know oh yeah it's yeah when you 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 come across stuff and you're like oh man that's really cool and you look it up you're like oh wow it's 15 years old yeah (laughs) i love it it was really weird because in the book you know three of the the big bands in that book are x los lobos and uh, in the blasters and another band from east la i love los lobos um they uh i I told I, i finished reading the book on a break or something was flipping through facebook and those three bands are touring together or at least doing a show together. Okay. And I walked into my wife's office and I said, I believe I have hit the singularity because I just finished this book. And now these three bands are touring together. <laughs> I am one with the machine now. <laughs> That's the thing. I've been getting into rage against the machine. Which What? <laughs> oh yeah. Are you a 15 year old boy in the nineties? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it started off. It's like, a, well, like I don't know why they haven't done it yet, but they apparently are in the process of giving what's his Tommy Morello his own channel because he's yeah. got like five different shows. Well, he's got eighty different bands to flog. Every time he'll play one song, he's, this is from my band. Blah blah blah. John Tom, take a break. Take a breath. Yeah, take you a don't break. have to be in every band. That's right. Yeah, just uh, just relax, man. <laughs> But yeah, so no, you kind of get into smart dudes. He is super smart. He is a smart dude. That's the thing I think that kind of, because I I, I caught one of his shows, didn't know really who he was, and was just like, oh man, this guy's actually pretty damn smart. (laughs) You know, because he's got like a master's degree in like international something or another. He's not stupid. What is that? Harvard. Like he went to Harvard. He's got a master's from Harvard. So yeah, so you you kind of like start going, okay, this guy's all right. He plays a couple songs and, you know, yeah, slowly, slowly. uh, And babe, they did a tap dance to Killing in the Name of. Wait, what? They did a tap dance to Killing in the Name of. Dun-dun-dun. 
<laughs> okay, that kind of I can hear it. I can kind of see it. Dun, 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 dun. All right then. And I was like, the radio edit, right? She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was working through that myself. I'm like, I go, did you go find the uh, non-edited? She's like, uh huh. I go, all right, just check it. <laughs> Those are burnt crosses. <laughs> These ones are rolling around down Rodeo with a pocket full of shells. Yes, there we go. Let's do that one. Oh my God. That's okay. <laughs> I'm amused. I'm amused by your daughter tap dancing to killing it the name of. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of songs that they, they did a, uh, Oh God. I think they did a black, no, uh, black keys too. Um, so every now and then they, they do it. They also do some dances where you're just like, Oh my God, I, she goes, do you like the dance? I'm like, no, I, I, I hate the song. I can't even watch. I hate the song so you. much. I can't, can't look at you right the now. Dance. <laughs> they did one, and I don't know what the hell it was going on, but it just had like this weird, you know, hello. It, it, it just sounded like screaming, like somebody had hit a water buffalo. And, you know, they're trying to do this lyrical, fancy skirts flying and everybody being all kind of this. And you're just like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Hate the song. Can't stand the dance. <laughs> it's all ruined. It's all ruined together. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's. Mm. That's. I'm still. I'm so amused. <laughs> yeah, because we're dancing to "Killing in the Name of," and I'm like, I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> we're doing tap to this, and you're like, no, nah, seriously. Raise your hands to She's like, yeah, I'm like, um, huh. <laughs> So, so I have to circle back because I kind of sidetracked us as I want to do. But uh, your your newfound uh, enjoyment of rage is it uh, is it uh, based on the current political climate or just uh, frustration with life or just loud music is good? Every now and again, yeah, it's like a loud music is good sort of a thing. And yeah, you. you just kind of like, <clears throat> well, yeah, because we we switch from uh, Gmail to Office three sixty five at work. You mentioned that, yes, and. Uh, I mean, I was I, right before the holiday. I just like I go. I gotta have days off, Rosie. I can, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm I'm truly at my limit. Where I sit down in front of my workstation and I just shut down. You know, I'm like watching email scroll by and going, "Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you want that? Sure. Who doesn't want those? You know." <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, that might play into it a little bit. You know, just try to, something to kind of maybe get you a little pumped up to go. That works. Work. Yeah, yep, yep. I've got those songs. One of the big one for me is uh, is uh, "Turn Up the Night" by Black Sabbath, which is actually uh, the Dio era Black Sabbath. Uh, if you've not heard that one, it's got a it's it will it will wake you up and get things moving that probably were blocking arteries. Um, because, and I'm sorry, that's probably a bad joke to make with you, but. Um, <laughs> Oh, the arteries are fine. They've been looked at. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, that one's got this baseline. is just like will just like vibrate your whole body, and that's what always been one of my favorites for that very purpose. So, um, yeah. So that's what's been going on. All right then. Yeah. No. I. You know, real genius, Fletch, and real genius. I did. I, you know, I'm watching that, and it's like. They did this well, you know, it's not it was smart. 
it, it, it's, it was it's smart. Kind of the theme for today's show. Surprisingly smart. Yes, exactly. And I didn't realize like how much some of that shit, you know, stuck with me. Because <laughs> the whole, you know, all all science, no philosophy kind of a thing. And you just like, oh, I remember when I heard that, and it was like, yeah, I'm just done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and, you know, finding those moral imperatives has kind of been like the backbone of our friendship for 30 some odd years. So, um, and actually the more we talk, I believe we watched that at your house one time. Oh yeah. On, on, on Cabildo. Okay. Like a little VHS. And yeah. I think back we did in the old days. Back in the old days. Yeah. Yeah. I sold a bunch of Kristen's records this last week. Oh yeah. Like what? <laughs> Uh, 80s, heavy 80s, Thompson Twins. Ooh, uh, I bet you did all right on that kind of stuff. Well, that was the thing. Babe helped me because she was like wiping all the, the the covers off and everything. Mm-hmm. And actually, they cleaned up pretty well. And uh, um, yeah, she's like, uh, she goes, how much are I go, I don't know. You know, I'm like on eBay, closed sales, right? You know, uh, Thompson For stuff Twins. like Discogs. Yeah, exactly. So I'm doing all that stuff and I'm kind of getting a price list together. And uh, yeah, it's like if I had the time and the energy to sell every record separately and then also ship it all separately. That is the trick. (laughs) And, you know, I'm, I'm like going, man, I'd have to buy boxes and then it's all is it media mail you know am I going to be actually be able to ship this for two bucks a piece or three bucks you should be it qualifies it does but it's one of those where you're just like but then it's it's an LP it's you know it's it's 12 by 12 you know so I started doing that I I got 50 bucks for (laughs) it's like 40 albums it's like 48 albums wow the guy the the guy actually he's flipping through he goes he goes you've got because you, there's like five or six of them in here that I can sell for maybe 10 or 20 bucks. He goes, the rest of them are going to be kind of like in the three to $5 range. He goes, I've got my own store. I don't even know how long I'd be sitting on them to sell them at that range. And I'm like, no, I, I get it. I, you know, you, wait a minute. I've been in collectibles for a very long time. I get it. So he right. goes, because would you take 50 bucks for them all? I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Jack got a turntable for his birthday. Oh. So, so because they, another one in a microphone, it's a back holiday. <laughs> that joke has been made several times. Yes. I, uh, I <laughs> <yeah>. um, <laughs> but at some point while the, uh, while everyone was here last week, my wife said, yes, it's 2021 and we have three turntables in our house. Because I have one and both of the boys have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's so much richer sounding uh, all that other stuff. <laughs> you know what? I still have all my albums, and there's no point in keeping them if I can't play them. And no, just, exactly. I got too much time and energy invested in the collecting of them. I'd, you know. Well, that's the thing with Kristen. Uh, you know, I asked her, I was like, do you want to keep these? She's like, I just throw them away. I'm like, not doing this. We did this when we moved. You know, she was going to throw stuff away. I said, no, let me try and Craigslist this stuff. So one night she comes home and I'm counting out hundreds on our kitchen counter. Like, <laughs> she goes, how much money is that? I go, it's like $1,200, $1,300. She goes, where did you get that? I was like, this is from all the stuff you were going to throw away. 
you were going to hire 1-800-JUNK and they pay us by the truck full and that would have cost us $300. So this is a $1,700 swing in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What are we doing with this money? I go, I don't know what you're going to do without your money, but I plan to use this for personal stuff. <laughs> I sold your trash. You have no claim to it. That was my, yes. Now we use it whenever we want to, you know, oh, let's get a, a little bookshelf or something. You know, we go to the furniture store, it's a hundred bucks, and then you flop out some cash, and then I go home and sell more stuff out of the garage. And, you know, maybe we'll take it, use pay for vacations and stuff. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, um, I'm still recovering from, uh, from the last week. So I'm going to, I'm going to call this one if you don't mind. No, that's fine. I, uh, I've got to do one of my beefy illustrations. <laughs> oh, would that be the Soviet yeah. block? Soviet block. You know, we, when we talked about that one idea for the, 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 the book, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I thought there was no way I would do that many drawings. <laughs> Psych. But I think I'm up to 17 or 18 now. You're almost there, man. <laughs> and I just wish they, they all the names weren't like clumped together, you know, so that you kind of, you know, this is for this and this is for that, as opposed to which M do I pick? <laughs> <laughs> you no know more. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, yeah. Well, um, next time you talk to Cyrus, and I know you will, Ask him about uh, about coming on sometime, and I'm gonna get in touch with Hunter, and uh, I think we're ready to. I think we're ready to try an interview. Maybe we do do Hunter first, since we kind of know him know him a little more better, a little more better. Hunter could be funny, yeah. Because I mean, let's be ready. It, it's all going to be about soap and Taylor Swift and the current CW lineup and the CW lineup of ten years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago <laughs> back when it was a UPN <laughs> how he's managed to stay in their demographic I don't understand but he has that's the question that's, that's question the question one that's a question how are you how, still you're 40 the CW's how are you target audience <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm writing that down <laughs> All right. So I'll get in touch with him and maybe in a couple of weeks we can uh, do that. Yeah, that'd be fine. I think you, I, I, I think you'd go for it. Yeah. He's already told me he'd do it. I just wanted us to get a little more experience before I, before I roped anybody else in. <laughs> I think we've got it down. I mean, we've got headsets, so we look I mean, professional. Looked, yeah, exactly. You know, we've got, I've, I've learned to turn the lights on behind me. So, you know, I tried it earlier, but it was still too much light coming in those windows over there. And I was getting the reflection of the lights in the glass. So that's why I've got the mood lighting going tonight, but I'll, I'll be back in the garage for the next one. I bought a new desk go. yesterday off of uh, speaking of buying things from your neighbors, throwing shit away. I got a big L shaped desk. I got to rearrange the, uh, the man cave. Oh, right. and, and my wife, we, we moved some furniture around and there's a big leather couch in my garage. And my wife has said I can put in the, in the man cave. So by the next time I may have, I mean, it may be like, you know, slurp toast after dark in there. I don't know. <laughs> hey, babies. <laughs> Hello, babies. Hello, babies. <laughs> Welcome to the all new and improved man cave of love. <laughs> and then Laura, the boys turn on the lights and you freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I may go full Venus flytrap for the next one. <laughs>
Nice. Candles. Candles. Yeah. Wide collars. <laughs> Green screen of a gong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Absolutely. Man. All right. right. Well, um, enjoy your evening and your Soviet block. Um, This has been episode 22 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Let's see if the little voice tells us you're no longer recording.